You are listening to episode 11 of Exit the Drinking Life podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you how success comes from knowing where you might fail. Stay tuned. Are you finding yourself drinking way more alcohol than you ever thought you would? Are you looking for a way to make alcohol an irrelevant part of your life? Then stay tuned because my name's Debbie Talbert and I've been right where you've been. And each week, I'm going to bring you episodes helping you to do just that. Make alcohol irrelevant in your life. Hey, my friends. I'm so excited to be here today on the episode. The timing of this topic that I had planned for you guys a little while ago couldn't be more perfect in my own um, personal life. But before I get into today's topic, I really want to share with you guys that I have a course that I am opening up. And it's called Exit, Your Flight Plan to Alcohol Freedom. And this is going to be a very private flight, right? I am only allowing in 15 people. So if you want to get on the list and get notified when I open up the details of what is exactly going to be in it, and it's going to start on September the 17th, 18th, 19th, you'll know the date, but it's going to start after September 15th. But you can get on that at jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash exit. And that'll put you on the list to get when I'm doing the webinars leading up to this to teach you some of the processes and also to get all the information that you need to find out about exit the flight plan to alcohol freedom. So right now, personally, I am experiencing an unexpected event that happened in my life with regard to work I am having, <clears throat> as you can sort of hear in my voice, I'm having a, a allergic reaction to the new uniforms that we're wearing. And so now the process that I'm going through has put me out of the ability to actually fly my trips because I'm unable to wear the outfit. So even though I am actually on this journey, of transitioning away from being a full-time flight attendant, just like you guys are on the journey of exiting the drinking life. I am on this journey of transitioning away from being a full-time flight attendant and into building a coaching practice and then letting that be my full-time income. And I had a plan set out for it and a date when I was actually going to leave. And I had processes in place to take that all the way through to provision. Anyway, <clears throat> this particular circumstance that has now come up has led me to uh, process and think about and put in the cognitive dissonance that we've thought about here and talked about here on the show where I'm having this conscious awareness that, okay, maybe it's time to just take the plunge now and retire from uh, the airline industry now and jump into doing the coaching full time. However, the dissidents and stuff, there's a lot of fears, there's a lot of thoughts, there's a lot of anxiety coming up. So a lot of this, um, I'd kind of done this process already of success comes from knowing where you might fail on this, but I really wanted to teach this guy with you guys because I'm now going to go through this process again with different dates around it and a different idea in mind and kind of plan it out and see where my different outcome 
comes from. And more than likely, it's still going to be the same thoughts that I'm going to need to come up with. As we talked about in other episodes, the observation cycle where something happens, right? So this particular event happened. Then I had this thought of, okay, well, let's see, what would it be like if I chose to retire now? And then, of course, all these other thoughts came in there. But at first, that feeling was pretty scary, right? Because it's um, a few years ahead of the plan that I had created. So it's pretty scary. So just like when you guys are realizing, okay, and thinking, well, what would my life be without alcohol? My hunch is you kind of get some pretty scary thoughts going on in there, right? And you're wondering how you're going to handle it. And what is life going to be like and all the different scenarios go on in your brain. And so this is where this process of you're not going to really know everything that's going to go on, but what you are going to know through this process and what I'm going to teach you guys how to do today is that it's going to be the hard, the part that's really going to happen is you learning to manage your mind. It's really all about managing your mind and ahead of time as far as you can consciously become aware of and even based on by doing research where some of these failure blocks and might come in to play and then what kinds and then those are going to be the activities that you're going to need to be solving for and the first way you're going to solve for them is not through actions which is what we're really taught how to do right we're taught and as we're growing up, we need to act, act, act. Don't worry about what you think, 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 right? When the reality is what we think creates our feelings. Our feelings are what create our actions or inactions. So we're going to start with what do I need to think to overcome this particular obstacle? So let's just kind of dive into uh, the process. So as we're diving in here, the first thing that you want to be aware of is that you are going, in order for you to exit the drinking life, and really this process and this that I'm going to teach you, you can apply it to any goal that you actually want to reach. But in order for you to, to exit the current pattern that you have right now that is not working out for you, right? The reason why you searched out this podcast, the reason why you're searching the internet for, am I an alcoholic or what is wrong with me? Why can't I drink like quote unquote, a normal person? So the reason that you're searching this out and wanting to exit that kind of life, that's the life I'm referring to where you're drinking, you just feel like it's not in your control anymore and you want to get it back in control and you're tired of the hangovers and you're tired of not keeping your word to yourself and you would like to trust yourself again, right? When it comes to alcohol. So you're going to be able to apply this in any part of your life. But in order for you to accomplish that and to change your current pattern and to change your current relationship with alcohol, you are going to need to experience discomfort on purpose, right? Because right now, the reason you don't follow through is because when it gets really uncomfortable and the discomfort comes in is because... You don't want to experience it. And so you cave in and in the discomfort, you have a drink. And so um, this process and this success comes from knowing where you might fail is going to help you to see where your feelings are coming in and the feelings that really lead you to totally, totally miss the mark on any one of your, that cost your dreams the most 
and keep you really stuck in this turbulent drinking life are feelings of confusion, doubt, self-pity, and fear. And why is that? Because those particular feelings, they actually will lead us, when we're in that feeling kind of a state, they lead us to inaction instead of massive action, right? And taking the kind of steps that we know we need to take in order to accomplish what we want to accomplish. So for this particular item that we're going to pick here, we're going to pick, let's say you decide for 30 days, I am going to experience an experiment in my life and experience life for 30 days without alcohol in it. So let's say that that is the goal that you pick. And now this is a goal that'll work with our minds and with our brains because it is, um, it's one that has a deadline, right? So in 30 days, and how will we know if we succeeded? Because if we accomplish this and allowed the urges to drink for 30 days, right? So in other words, if we allowed ourselves to experience the urges, not give in to the urges. So then what you're going to want to do is ask yourself, what, why do I want to achieve this goal? Or why will I do it no matter what? And who will I be accountable to? So you want to focus on those three things. And as you're doing that, and you're answering that, you're also going to want to notice the thoughts that are coming up for you, as well as the feelings that are com coming up. Because remember, our, your result here and the outcome that you want, which is going to go in the model work that I do with my clients, so that would go in the R line, right? So the result that you want is to have remained alcohol-free for 30 days, right? And so then when you're asking yourself, this is going to be your first step towards realizing some of the obstacles, which is the, um, the where, where you might fail. Those obstacles are going to come in and where you might fail, right? So when you're asking yourself these questions of why do I want to achieve this goal? Why will I do it no matter what? And who will I be accountable to? When you're asking yourself some of those questions and the thoughts and the feelings that are going to come up for you there, even in that moment, your awareness of that is going to help you when it comes to the next phase of how you're going to actually be able to realize some of the obstacles and then to be able to solve for some of those obstacles. And much of the solving that you're going to be doing in this process is going to be coming from your thoughts and realizing what thoughts do you need to have to achieve your desired result, right? The result of remaining alcohol-free for 30 days, right? So for of experimenting and experiencing your life with alcohol, without alcohol in it for 30 days. And then the next part of the process is you're going to want to be, uh, you're going to want to ask yourself, what are the feelings that I want and need and to feel in order to get this work done? And so some of the ideas for that in order for you to accomplish this would be the feelings you might need would be committed, excited, empowered, disciplined, and willing, right? And so what are those feelings for you? And um, so this is what's kind of going to be the ask of the questions. And this is where your work comes in is um, working through your feelings. Because remember, the feelings are what lead to our actions and our actions are what create our end result right and so in this example our end result is to experience life 
without alcohol in it for 30 days. And so and every single thing that you need to actually do in order to experience your life without alcohol in it for 30 days. So some ideas might, you're going to need to decide on your start date. And then you're going to need to kind of look at what's going on in your life and what activities are going to be taking place or what things might be taking place where there might be alcohol and what plans could you make ahead of time for yourself to manage your mind around alcohol, like maybe visualizing yourself experiencing it without alcohol and seeing yourself in the event. And so then you're going to need to, um, I would say you're going to need to write down every single day the thoughts that are going to, that are coming up for you and then turning around or working on creating new thoughts that are going to empower you to have those feelings that you started off in the beginning, the feelings of committed, excited, empowered, disciplined, and um, and willing. And then you're going to need to manage your urges, right? And so in order for you to manage the urge, the best way for you to do that is to really just sit with the urge and really allow yourself to notice it, experience it, and feel it in your body. So some of those things, those are going to be the things that you're going to want to put on your list. And then after you've created that list... It's going to be, and some of them, it's going to be pretty big, right? But you're going to need to create that list. And then you're going to need to be asking yourself, just using the observation cycle and take what you put on the list and then ask yourself like, okay, if it's going to be deciding the date, just pick a date, put it in your planner and pick the date. However, notice what comes up for you when it comes to picking the date. Notice what your brain is going to do, right? It's going to give you thoughts of, oh, this is going to be too soon. This is going to be too hard. I don't want to do that now. Like very much like the thoughts that are now coming up for me with a new date I need to pick to decide what I'm going to do about continuing to fly, retire, or what I'm going to do next, right? So for that, I have actually given myself a deadline to decide what I'm going to do and do it. So you're going to need to decide, pick the date, decide it and do it and commit to it for the 30 days. And as the thoughts are coming up for you, write them down. Ask yourself, when I think that thought, how do I feel? When I'm feeling like that, how do I act? What would be a better feeling? How could I turn this thought around into a more empowering thought for myself to bring me to the feeling of committed, decided. I picked my date, that's it, I decided, right? And move on to the next step. So for each of the obstacles that you come up with, which would be the list of the activities that are going to take place, the events that are going to be going on throughout the month that are going to be happening for you, where in normal circumstances and in normal situations, you know alcohol would be there. And so how are you going to manage that? You can even visualize, vision yourself. What are you going to say? And one of the things I want to encourage you guys, because we have so programmed ourselves to think when someone asks, do you want something to drink? Our mind comes to drink, drink. That means alcohol. They're asking us. And I saw this greatest post on Instagram <laughs> around this today from Jolene Park. She was just on the last episode. And I was, it was perfect because we just automatically, especially when you're first doing this, and this would probably happen to you in your first 30 days, right? If you're going to experiment it without it for 30 days. So in this situation we picked, this is going to be very real. And so when someone asks you, what do you want to drink? Then it was like, 
we go into this little cartoon mode in our head. She wants to know why I'm not drinking. She thinks there's something wrong with me because I'm not drinking. Oh my gosh, she thinks that I have a problem. I'm an alcoholic, right? Our brain automatically goes to that. Or it's like, oh my God, I'm not drinking right now. I'm sick. I'm on a challenge. I'm doing this, right? And the person, all they asked you was, what do you want to drink? So all you need to say is, Oh my gosh, water sounds delicious right now. Iced tea sounds fabulous. Yes, I'll take iced tea. I'll take a Diet Coke. Yes, I would like. Because the person didn't even ask you, would you like an alcoholic drink? But but our brain, it just automatically goes to, she's asking me if I want a drink and she thinks I'm crazy because I'm going to tell her I want water. All right? So just pay attention to that kind of stuff. And this is where... You can realize that it's your thought that made you go all crazy there with all that anxious emotion with that happening. And then the result coming about is you, you never, you're having all this anxiety and fear before you even show up, right? But those are some of the things you're going to want to play out in your mind and do this observation cycle work for, like observing the thoughts that are coming up as you're noticing what your, the, uh, where you might fail, is showing up as you're making this plan and by doing this for yourself ahead of time and by figuring out what feelings it is that you're going to need to feel to take the kind of actions that you want to take to achieve the result that you want. This is where the magic is going to happen for you. So realizing and putting yourself in a, in a state of let me figure out my obstacles first, what might actually happen. And then what it is I need to solve for. And even if that means right now you got to do a little bit of research for looking on the internet, searching out, well, what does alcohol really do in my body? Like really work on the science side. You could put that on one of your action items that you're going to need to take to accomplish this goal. And you can do this while you're doing it. Because if you're going through understanding your thoughts, asking yourself, well, why do I want this drink in the first place? while you're on the 30-day break, if this is the goal that you're going to set. Well, maybe you're going to set the goal of for 30 days, I'm going to ask myself for 30 days, why do I want this drink? I'm going to journal it. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to examine it. And I'm going to find out the truth in my life of why I'm wanting this alcohol with my thoughts. Even make that your 30-day goal. And for 30 days, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to see what I really think about alcohol at the end of that. Something like that, you can make that your goal, right? But you're still going to do the same process, right? Down like how you ask yourself why you really want it. Who are you going to commit to? How committed am I? What thoughts do I need to have to bring myself to the feelings of committed, excited, empowered, disciplined, and willing? And when I'm in that feeling state, what kind of actions would I take, right? And then go out and take those actions. And your willingness to do this process this way and managing your mind for the areas of where you might fail as you're processing and deciding on the goals is really going to make a massive difference in what actually happens. And I realize that what I'm teaching you here is the opposite of how we're learned or taught to really set goals, which is we're taught to figure out how we're going to act, act, act. What are we going to do, 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 right? But I really want to encourage you to ask yourself, what do I need to think and feel 
so that I can act like whatever the act, 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 do, do is, right? And start there. Struggling with my own drinking, shame, regret, worry cycle for over a decade and being able to exit that cycle, it's now my mission to help you exit the drinking life so that you can end this cycle of shame, regret, and worry. I'm going to leave you today with a quick tip. It does involve four parts. However, it's the fastest way to fast track what you just learned and get into your subconscious mind this new information. So remember exit, E-X-I-T. E stands for execute. Execute on something you learned today. Knowledge is not power, it's potential power. It becomes power when you put into practice what you learned today. So take one thing and execute on it today. X stands for X out those old stories you've been telling yourself about alcohol. Take the time to become your own detective, be like Dr. Watson and Sherlock Holmes, and detect what's truly going on in your life and question those old stories you've been telling yourself about alcohol. I stands for interact. There is a movement towards making the conscious choice to exit the drinking life. You can interact with me over at jumpseatcoaching.com and there's a Reach Debbie tab there and you can interact and engage with me there. You can also connect with me over on LinkedIn because this is where I'm sharing articles, my own, as well as other people's articles and videos about what truly goes on in your mind when alcohol hits it, how you can work with the unconscious mind so you can begin to manage your mind and exit the drinking life faster. Teach is, the T stands for teach. And the best way to exit faster is to lock in this new knowledge that you're learning. And teaching allows you to actually do that twice. Because when you're teaching someone, you get to learn it twice. And a super quick, easy way to do this is leave a review on iTunes. And the cool part about iTunes is you can make your name anonymous. Pick any name you want to pick. So you can stay anonymous until you're ready to be more social about it. You can share and teach one thing you learned from this episode. This will also help others Find the episode so that they can get the help that they're seeking in order to exit this drinking life. So remember, exit, execute, X out your old stories, interact, and teach. And I'll be back next week.